Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dynasty After Dark. We're your hosts, Calvin Timms and Dale Terry. Hit us up on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin and at Dynasty underscore Dale. We're back wrapping up the, well, we're, this one's coming out before the Chargers, but we recorded the Chargers first. Spoiler alert, we're back with the Las Vegas Raiders, last of the AFC West teams. And this is going to be a fun one, just going through their their free agent <laughs> log. It's going to be a bloodbath yeah. over here. But that said, if you haven't checked out our videos yet, they are all we're doing going through all 32 teams, recapping the entire 2023 offseason for all of them, going through all the coaching changes, the player changes, the drafts, and then giving our thoughts on all these teams. If we've put out your video and you like that one and you're listening to this one, Welcome back. If we haven't put out your team yet and you're listening to this one, well, it's going to be coming here soon. Don't worry. We're dropping one of these a day the entire month of July. So that said, Dale, how are we doing today? Uh, I'm doing really well. Uh, I'm excited to finally wrap up the uh, to wrap up the AFC West and um, and talk about a mediocre team. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Dale's coming in hot with this slander on the, on the Raiders hashtag black hole. I, I'm, I'm feeling it. <laughs> yeah, they're the, you don't want to you don't want to piss off the Raiders Twitter. No, uh, no. No, they they will sure. not like that. Um, that so I am uh, I'm not associated with this at all. I'll give my thoughts on the team, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, the 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 Raiders man. It's just. For a, for a storied franchise, forever. yeah, that's the problem, right? They, fucking mediocre. Yep, and you gotta you gotta think it starts at the top. It at the owner. I just think that Mark Davis is very mediocre. I think he's trying to chase too much what his dad was, and he just he he needed to do his own thing, right? And that's the one problem. And yeah, I just <laughs> it's going to be rough for them this year and I don't really see any path to path to relevance for this team. So, um we'll get into it, but yeah, it's uh it's it's rough. So, Interesting, before, yeah. yeah, before we do that, please if you are checking this out for the first time, leave a subscription to the channel, leave a comment, leave a like on the video takes like 10 seconds to do those we appreciate it um check us out on spotify google apple youtube anywhere the podcasts are found you can find us over there as well um spotify and youtube we've got the video if you just want to listen to us talk you've got all the other ones so we appreciate you guys joining us and we're going to jump in now if you're coming back you know this spiel already but first time listeners the way that we break it down, we go through the coaching changes first, then we go through the free agents that they added or re-signed, then we go through the guys that they lost, and then we kind of wrap it up with the draft and then our thoughts on all of these positional players and and kind of where we see them for this season, how we, we would rank them internally on the Raiders and going forward. So um gives us a good chance to talk about all 32 teams, all the offensive players for all 32 teams so we're not really missing anybody specifically um but yeah we're going to be doing this every single offseason so if you can leave any comments on things you like things you'd like us to change we appreciate all your feedback and yeah that said we'll jump into it so the good news is they didn't make any coaching staff changes i think that's good news um i know a lot of people are talking about josh mcdaniels getting fired from this team 
but they are still paying John Gruden to not be on this team for, I think, yeah. two more years. Um, so it's not going to happen. They're, Mark Davis is one of the most cash-poor owners in the entire league. He does not have the money to be paying – they don't have the money to be paying John Gruden and Josh McDaniels and a third coach because you're going to have to replace them with another guy that you're given tens of millions of dollars a year. So – it's just not going to happen until that Gruden money runs out. So, um, agreed. Uh, yeah, I think you're kind of stuck with Josh McDaniels now. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's not. I do think that Josh McDaniels has gotten a little bit of an unlucky rap. I mean, their team was okay offensively, but the problem is this roster is just rough. It, and, you know, you can blame some of that on Gruden and Mayock when they were over here running everything. They didn't really set Josh McDaniels up with a good roster. Now, last year they tried to make it work and it didn't work out. Um, they finished with a six and eleven record. So that said, they flipped like half their roster. Um, a lot of their roster. There are a lot of new faces in Vegas and. Be excited, Raiders fans, because there's a lot of new faces to get used to. Yeah, it was crazy. So we were going through it, and um, you know we were trying to find a good source for all of it, but they have changed 46 players, and that 47 if you include the trade of Darren Waller before the draft. And that's just one offseason. That is insane. Bonkers. That is almost half their roster. So they lost 21 free agents. They added 25 guys. Like that's just way too many. That is way too many. That means you have a massive problem. So maybe they're trying to fix that problem. So I can respect that, but man, it's just not a good sign when you're, when you're cutting 21 players and you're, you're bringing in 25 new guys. So, um, any last thoughts before we jump into these guys, I'm going to rattle through them as quickly as I can. Nope. Nope, have at it. All right, so the guys that they added or re-signed. Center, um, Peronis Grasso, uh, they re-signed him. Cornerback, Brandon Fakeson. Oh, I, I always forget how to say that guy's name, uh, from Indy. Cornerback, David Long from the Rams. Rams, not the Raiders. Um, Duke Shelley from Minnesota, another cornerback that they added there. Um, they brought in Jordan Willis, defensive end from San Francisco, re-signed Jerry Tillery, defensive tackle, defensive tackle, uh, John Jenkins from Miami. They brought in, or they re-signed Jacob Johnson, their fullback. They brought in Greg Van Ruten, guard from Buffalo, re-signed Alex Bars and Nitan Muti, a couple of guards on their team. Um, they brought in Robert Spillane, linebacker from Pitt. Uh, don't care about long snappers. They, uh, brought in, or they, sorry, they brought in Jimmy Garoppolo from the Niners. They brought in Brian Hoyer from new England. They re-signed, uh, both quarterbacks, by the way, for those out there, Jermaine Illuminor, uh, right tackle. They re-signed him Marcus Epps safety. They brought him in Jaquan Johnson, another safety from Buffalo. They brought him in. Um, they brought in Austin Hooper, tight end from Tennessee, OJ Howard, tight end from Houston, Jacoby Myers, wide receiver, wide receiver from New England, 
Uh, Mac Hollins is gone. Sorry. Uh, DeAndre Carter from the Chargers, another wide receiver. Cam Sims. Um, Keelan, Keelan Cole. Haven't heard that name in forever. I didn't even know he was on this team. And then Philip Dorsett. These are all the guys that they brought in. Now, all the guys that they sent out, we'll go through those guys quickly, and then we will talk about all the free agent signings as a whole this time because there's just so many compared to the other teams. Rocky Sin, cornerback, went to Baltimore. Sidney Jones, another cornerback. Cleveland Farrell, defensive end, first-round pick a couple years ago. He's gone now. Andrew Billings, defensive tackle. Um, Denzel Perryman, interior linebacker. Um, Derek Carr is now gone. Jared Sidham is now gone. A couple quarterbacks that have now left the team. Jackson Barton, tackle. Um, Foster Moreau, tight end. That was actually, when we get to New Orleans, that's going to be a fun one to talk about there. Uh, Mac Hollins is gone from this team. Um, that's a big loss, I think. He was low-key kind of valuable for this squad. Um, another cornerback, Anthony Averett, Isaiah Rochelle, or Isaac Rochelle, defensive end. Uh, Tashawn Bauer, another DE. Brock Martin, another DE. Um, Jaywan Brown, interior linebacker. Micah Kaiser, another linebacker. Um, Jordan Jenkins, outside linebacker. Strong safety, Duran Harmon. And Duran Harmon and uh, Matthias Farley, another safety that they lost. So, and they traded away Darren Waller for a third round pick. So, <laughs> lots of players that have lost. Now, give me your thoughts on on this free agency. It was busy, busy, busy. Um, that's. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, I mean. I feel it was a it was a trade off for quarterbacks with Derek Carr and Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they got Jacoby Myers, which isn't going to add very much to that offense. Right. Personally, um, they just really got just a, a lot of jags, in my opinion. Like I don't th- I don't see any big improvements. I mean, I mean, the defense needs to improve, and I and I, and I think they did pretty well. Like they kept uh, Jerry Tillery, which is good, mm-hmm. um, and and then they drafted a couple guys in in the draft. But right. um, other than that, like it, I don't really see a lot of super big improvements in this roster. Right. Yeah, I'm with you there. I, the biggest thing for me is that they did not get to was the offensive line, and I get it. Yeah. The defense needs to get better. And they went hard. They they swapped a lot of guys, mostly on the defensive side, and then the wide receiver core. Wide receivers, yep. it's not super detrimental. Um, right. You know they they've got they've got hot, or uh, Devonte Adams at the top there. So him and and um, Hunter Renfro, they've got you know Jacoby Myers is the third guy. It, they have plenty of guys there. So I just wish they would have attacked the offensive line a little bit harder. Now, yeah. quarterback might be an issue, um, especially after we go through the draft, but we'll see how that kind of works out there for sure. So in the first round of the draft, quickly we'll go through the draft. Tyree Wilson, defensive end out of Texas Tech. He is someone who came on really strong at the end of the draft yes. season. There's people linking him to Arizona at number three overall. Ultimately, Arizona went um, O-line instead at six, right? That's what they traded back to. Um, So they could have still taken Tyree Wilson, but they went O-line instead, which props to them for that. Respect that. I was shocked that they did not take a quarterback here at uh, seven overall, but 
you know, it was Will Levis, I guess, was the only real yeah, option. Yeah, it there. was Will Levis. So, like, that doesn't seem too appetizing. Yeah, but I mean, if they don't have Jimmy Garoppolo, that could be a problem. It could definitely be I a mean, problem. I mean, they did draft someone comp, uh, like, Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, I do like Aiden O'Connell. Um, I watched him a little bit in Purdue. Uh, he's, he, un- unfortunately, he's a statue. <laughs> right. Which is in, not good in with this offensive line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's with his offensive line. It's bad. Yep. And um, you know, I, I and, and 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 again, like what you said, like it doesn't help that John Gruden and Mike Mayock pick some real winners. Um, yeah, they missed on like every some, draft pick they had. It feels like. Yeah, so. I'm I'm using some heavy sarcasm. On, <laughs> right. Um, um. So yeah. So in round two, they took Michael Mayer. Tight end out of Notre Love Dame. That it. was a good pick. Really like that, especially after getting Love rid it. of Darren Waller. You get to improve that with the younger version. Uh, defensive tackle Byron Young out of Alabama in round three. Trey Tucker, wide receiver. This was a dumb pick, in my opinion. You have so many wide receivers on the team. Like, why? Why are you wasting a third-round pick on a wide receiver? I. It's not even – he wasn't even the best wide receiver on his team. Like, whatever. Um, Jacorian Bennett, cornerback out of Maryland. Aiden O'Connell, you mentioned before, quarterback out of Purdue. Um, Christopher Smith in round five, safety out of Georgia. Then in round six, Amari Bernie, linebacker out of Florida. And then uh, Nesta Jade Silver, Silvera, Silver, uh, defensive yes, tackle sir. out of Arizona State. Um, so, yeah, it's it wasn't the worst. I just feel like they could no, have attacked it, it was, positions it was of need mid, a little bit more. Yeah, and I, I think they were trying to get – they well – Raiders historically have gone after positions that they don't need. Yeah. So, I mean, I like Michael so, Mayer. That one made a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. I, I love Michael Mayer, and and I, I, I love it for this team because I think they're going to be doing a lot of dinking and dunking. Um, because be, be, it's it's because the offensive line is pretty poor. Yeah. Um, and they're going to be giving the ball a lot to other players that we're going to talk about later. Yeah. And, yeah, that's where – their 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 strategy the only downside i can see is especially with tackling mostly defensive players in the draft right because you know they took Aiden O'Connell they took Trey Tucker and they took Michael Mayer but other than that those three they had uh nine picks they took six defensive players like you changed you you added in 25 new free agents right mostly defensive players you're I think you're you're making too many changes that you're not going to be able to find the problems. That's the one downside. When you change everything, you can't really isolate what the issue is. And I think that's kind of the problem here. But we'll see how it kind of works out this year. Now, again, their offensive line, it's not going to be good. I think it's going to be probably 20 to 25. So it's going to be bottom yeah. half. Now, you've got Jimmy Garoppolo who – gets injured every other game it feels like um but you do have brian hoyer i do think that brian hoyer is a decent stopgap because i don't think aiden o'connell you want to be running him out there earlier now i talked about this with a fixing the franchise with the raiders before the draft way way back when this team is like one of the weirdest built teams because you have so many older guys on this roster and the positions where you need youth like they're, they're, they're built that they have to win now, and they just don't mm. have that. With Jimmy Garoppolo and Brian Hoyer, um, like if those two aren't out there and you're going with Aiden O'Connell, you have a win-now roster with a rookie 
fourth round pick. That's not a great yeah. situation. So it's just, I don't know. It just feels like they're a little lost and that's where it just, it, it's unfortunate because I want to see the Raiders actually be solid just to give, they're, they're fun to watch when they're good, right? It's because it's good for the NFL when the yeah, Raiders are good. Exactly. It, it is. It is honestly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. It, yeah. And I do agree with you that, well, I think, I think it goes to who's running it and who is running the team. Yeah. You know, as a whole, you know, it's, it's, it's the front office and the head coach. I'm not a big fan of Josh McDaniels. I mean, you know, that kind of goes back to what we said in in recent videos, um, like with, like with Matt Nagy, that like some guys are fantastic coordinators, Mm -hmm. horrible head coaches, and they can't coach a whole team. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. You you know, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's just not some people's skill set, you know, just, just plain simple. So, um, yeah. And I don't, I don't think Jimmy G is that big of, I, I think it's, I personally think it's a downgrade from Derek Carr. I think it's about a wash like, personally, but it's yeah, close. Like, like it's, it's, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. I don't think it's a huge difference, but it's yeah, the not. Difference not, is, not it, difference it's, is Derek it's, Carr could stay healthy, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I know what I'm going to get with Derek Carr, but like right. Jimmy G like could have a crap game one day and the other game he breaks his foot, you know, and then the other game he throws for, 300 yards and five touchdowns. You know? <laughs> right. like it's, it's, yep. it's hard telling what you're going to get out of him. Yep. He's very much inconsistent. I would not be shocked if we see Brian Hoyer, you know, start for this offense start. for multiple yeah. games a season. But so quarterback wise, especially in super flex, I don't think you're excited about either one of these guys. I think oh. in 2024, they're going to be at the top. They still have their first round pick next year. So I think they're going to be in the running for one of those top, quarterbacks i really do i don't think that this team is is really built like they're built they're built to win now but they don't really have playmakers at every position like they should right they're they're when i say they're built to win now they're just older right they have a lot of veterans at um on the defensive side of the ball and things like that but they're not elite veterans right so that's the only downside there so um yeah we'll see how it kind of shakes out but quarterback wise i think that jimmy garoppolo is definitely a starter when he's healthy for fantasy. I don't think he's really anybody that I'm, I'm looking to invest in, um, especially long-term. I don't think there's much loyalty to him. Um, but I do think that it, him and Brian, Brian Hoyer can facilitate the weapons. So we'll, we'll talk about the yeah. weapons quickly here. Now, Josh Jacobs is franchise tagged. He has not signed his franchise tag and he has to do that here mm. um, in a couple of days by the time you're watching this video. So we'll see how that ultimately shakes down. I think he has to sign it or the the chance to sign him to a long-term contract expires here in the ne- next couple of days. I think he can sign yeah. it anytime between now and training camp starting, if I remember right. So we'll see how that kind of breaks down. I don't see him sitting out this year. He's going to play on no. the tag, but... If he's healthy and if he's playing, he's obviously an RB1. I think that we saw a massive resurgence from him. And Josh McDaniels, you know, again, this kind of goes back to the offensive coordinator side of him. He realized in the middle of last season that Josh Jacobs was their best game plan, right? And they pivoted hard into that. And that's where Josh Jacobs was just going off for 200 yards and just killing people, right? And I think that they're going to do that again this year. So, Josh Jacobs, obviously the number one guy. Is there anybody else that you're really looking to roster here at the running back position? 
Not really. Um, I, I, I think Amir Abdullah's interesting only because of his pass catching. Sure. But he is, I mean, but he is 30 years old, so that right. does not help. Yeah, they're, um, I could see them being in the market the, for a elite young guy in the draft next year. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not excited about Samir White. Uh, he, he, he was kind of the hotness last year a little mm-hmm. bit that like people were excited about him, but uh, I'm not really excited about anybody else here. Like, nobody yeah, they're, else. They're kind of taking the they're, whole no New fun. England approach, right? Where yes. just it's a committee and. Yes. Whoever's the best guy, he's going to get most of the shares, and then we're going to move yep. on from you next year. So, um, yep. all right, pass catcher. So, obviously, Josh Jacobs is the premier asset. You can take a stab on Zamir White or Amir Abdullah, but, yeah, I'm not – again, it's not super exciting for, for anybody other than Jacobs here. And I think Jacobs is probably going to have, like, 75% of the of the touches for the running Snaps, back position. Yeah. So, um, pass catchers, we're going to go with – now everyone's excited about Michael Mayer, um, Devonte Adams. You know, obviously the number one guy here. Still, I don't think Devonte Adams is going to fall off this year. I do think he's going to have a down year because I don't think that right. Brian Hoyer or Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be able to feed him the way that he was able to get fed by Aaron Rodgers and even mm-hmm. Derek Carr last year. Um, I think that if it's Hoyer or Garoppolo, they're going to do more of a split between all of them, and Devonte Adams is going to be very, very upset. Very upset. You, He's going to be on another team next right, year. Right, I agree. Um, so Devonte Adams. So 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 it's 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 with Ad, it's with Adams. Like, do you think he 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 can still be like a low end wide receiver one this year, or 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 do you think he's going to be? Yeah, I would say so. I just don't think yeah. he has like top five potential anymore. I agree. Um, especially I agree. this year, so, he's always kind of done it off off touchdowns, right? And I just don't really see a ton of touchdowns coming that coming yeah. their way this year. Um, now the number two, are you going with Jacoby or Hunter Renfro? I think it's going to be Jacoby Myers. Um, I think so too. I, I've, 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 I've been here. I've been hearing a lot of reports that, that like Hunter Renfro's out the door. They may cut him. Really? Even yeah, I've been hearing that for the past like month or so that they may mm-hmm. even cut, cut Renfro. Um, I, I think, I think Renfro is more of their slot guy and they're just cleaning Kobe, house is crazy. They they are like they're trying to turn over their roster. Um, I don't know if that's going to help them or not. But right, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be rough for a couple of years. So, yeah, I, I actually mean, agree I really, with you. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I like Renfro. I do. Um, I think he's more the PPR guy. He'll be on the Patriots um, in next year. <laughs> he will be yes, very very soon because he is a white wide receiver. Yep. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm with you. I think Jacoby Myers is the number two guy. Now, I think he could have a, in a full PPR like we're in. Um, I think that he could have a pretty solid top, sneaky top 24 season. Yeah. Um, Good. Uh, well, I think he's going to have a wide receiver. I think he's going to be a wide receiver three. Yeah, I, that's likely. Yeah, I think I, he could, I, I, he could yeah, sneak I, in I, the top I, 24, I think. Yeah. Just on volume. I think that yeah. there's a world where he could get like 120 targets this year. And it right. kind of just pushes him, edges him right into the, uh, the 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 bottom of wide receiver two. But no, I think he's he's a sneaky kind of depth play if you're looking for a guy that's probably pretty cheap um, to go and acquire. Now, again, pass, or the tight end position, Michael Mayer is obviously the guy that everyone's excited about, but he is a rookie and I... The, the one problem with Michael Mayer, he's such a good blocker, and this offensive line is going to be mm-hmm. pretty weak this year. Bad. I think that they're going to use him more in line as a as a blocker, and 
you know, him and OJ Howard, you know, those two guys can block pretty well and Austin Hooper. This is a good blocking group. I just don't think they're going to need Michael Mayer. And if they don't need him to be the guy, I don't think that you're going to want to invest heavily in him if you're needing a tight end for a couple seasons. I think you're probably two years away from Michael Mayer really being a fantasy relevant tight end. And it's not because of his talent. I think it's just the his talent in other areas that is going to hinder him um, from being the primary pass catcher. Right. I, I agree with that. So like, are, are you stashing an OJ Howard or Austin Hooper? No, I don't want, okay. if I'm okay, getting good. a tight good, end, good. it's going to be Michael Mayer. I just <laughs> yeah, think that, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, agree. I just think we have to temper our expectations. Cause I mean, yes. people are drafting him over guys like Sam Laporta. And I think Sam Laporta has a very realistic chance that he could have, you know, a hundred targets this year. If Michael Mayer gets 50 targets this year, I'll be happy for him. You know what I mean? And I just think that, again, that's not due to him. I think it's more just due to all the other players that they have. Right. So, um, and the scheme and everything. So I could be wrong on that one. Um, I would not be shocked if he does, you know, they made him a center point, you know, kind of like Gronk or, or Hernandez over in um, yep. New England, but at the same time, I just yeah, I I'm just trying to be realistic with it, right? And mm-hmm. yeah. unfortunately, that means you have to to temper expectations on Michael Mayer. Long term, though, I think that he's going to be a stud. Oh no, I agree. I I can see him having a very Jason Witten like arc. You yeah. know, just yeah, I, I I think it's going to take him a little bit because because their team is just so bad. Yeah, like, we'll see. Like, I mean, like on 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 the on the on the offensive end, I, I think defensively they're they're going to be a lot better, and mm-hmm. I, I I really like their defense, but offensively not anything. That me. Yeah, and again, that kind of goes back to you're changing so many different things on this roster that I honestly I don't even know how their defense is going to look this year. Like they've changed every position, so. Um, yeah. I have no idea if they're going to be better or worse or what. Um, they should be better. I mean, you you pair Max Crosby with um, with um, Tyree Wilson that they took in the draft. You had Byron Young up there and Jerry Tillery. Like that's a pretty strong uh, defensive front. But the secondary is where they were kind of weak anyway. And it's just uh, we'll see how that kind of plays out again. It could be better, but you're changing 20-some players. It's it's hard to project that um, when you're changing that many pieces on the car, right? So, um, and again, I think that if Jimmy Garoppolo and Brian Hoyer are healthy, you know, and they're, they're out there, it's going to be an okay offense. You know, you're probably, again, talking middle of the pack. I do think that, that Josh McDaniels can scheme this up pretty well, but I just think that for real NFL football – they're going to win a lot or they're going to lose a lot of close games and there's going to be a lot of heartbreakers in there. <laughs> and they're just, I think they're going to have a, a, a pretty poor record again for the second straight season. People are going to want McDaniels fired. And again, I don't think he's going anywhere until at least 2025. So um, we'll see how it goes, but yeah, I, they are trying to fix it. I just don't know if they've done it yet. Is that fair? All right, any last thoughts on the Raiders here? No. <laughs> All right. No. So that said, uh, again, the podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, Google. If you can, just like, comment, subscribe, all those fun things. And, you know, once we get up to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, I'll stop asking. 
So we've only got like 900 some to go. And uh, no, we do appreciate everybody that is uh, subscribing Absolutely. to the podcast. We do truly, truly appreciate you guys. You guys make it worth it. So um, thank you guys for joining us. And until next time, have a good night.